episode. Wow, what episode are we even on? You tell me, because I actually don't know. Do you well, know five, I think? Yeah, I think five. How is everyone doing? How are you doing, first of all? I'm good, actually. I'm actually really blessed. Um, I've had a lovely week this week. How mm. about you? Yeah, I've been good. I've been calm. Doing some uni work, doing mm. some wonder stuff, some planning. Mm. <laughs> but um, highlight of the week. Let's talk about that. Highlight of the week. You surprised me with yeah. that one. New question. Um, my highlight would probably be prophetic school on Monday. Mm. I think that surprised me. That's why it's a highlight because Temi Christina really gave us a really good session on prophetic worship. Mm. And I'm not even a singer. I don't really play any instruments. She's lying. So, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't really play any instruments. So, I was shocked to find out that I gained so much in what she said so many gems that were dropped that I've never even heard before mm. so yeah I think that was definitely my highlight of the week how about you though okay I hear that yeah lovely thank you so much Tammy for that mm. oof for those gems for that just beauty oh wow she was really preaching for real um but yeah like the same thing as you said I've gained so much from that and I went in there not expecting anything, mm. um, which is good and bad because it's like it exceeded my expectations because there were none. But also, you know, to these things, you should come expecting. That's yeah, good. when I heard prophetic worship, I was just like, um, I don't think I'll get much from it. But wow, I was really surprised. God surprised me. Tell me, Christine surprised me. Mm. Like it was just amazing. Mm. Um, and yeah, even the worship at the beginning was beautiful as well. But my highlight... I think productivity, um, with just the way that God has been granting me so many new ideas, um, just so much wisdom and even just working, uh, smarter, not, not for longer mm-hmm. periods of time. Mm-hmm. So we thank God. But anyways, guys, let's move on to the actual episode and the topic of today, which is, uh, guys. <laughs> It's a bit of a sticky one today. It's a bit of a big one. <laughs> it's a bit of a sticky one. Today we are talking about greed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Greed. Ah, uh, okay. Ahead. Yeah. I said greed. Loud and clear. Greedy. Mm. When you're greedy. Wow. When you, you eat too much. <laughs> yes. And that food is... I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. It's not only about food. So mm. that's actually what we're going to talk about today. What do you think of when you hear... Great. Let well, me ask you that question. I like how the roles have switched. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, for me, greed, as you said, even in the beginning, you were talking about food. Like, I think greed goes beyond just money. I think greed is, you know, when you want something being in excessive amounts. Even one thing that comes to mind is like hoarding things. Mm. Like you just want everything around you to be yours you want what's yours to stay as yours you don't want to share and these things we'll discuss in detail later on but yeah for me it's just like it's an idol because you love these things more than you love god essentially because you're just thinking about these things or even just for your actions you might you might think oh yeah i'm not a greedy person but if one was to look at your actions your actions are those of a greedy person Mm. so as an example with food you love food more than God, as in you'll be eating and prioritizing your food more than anything. So let's say in the morning you wake up, oh yeah, I need to have breakfast before I pray. I need to have breakfast before I read the word. Oh yeah, I could be reading the word right now, but I feel like having a snack. 
it kind of distracts you from the purpose of what you're trying to do so let's say I'm trying to read the word but I'm also hungry now I'm focusing on my hunger rather than focusing on God and what he's trying to tell me mm. and especially with like with snacking because we think snacking oh, is such an easy thing you know you have little bits of food that you can just easily put in your mouth and then whilst you're doing that and reading the word like you can't focus on both mm. and you, you can't focus on God 100% entirely That's so true. it's like it becomes an idol then because it's like okay you're focusing on food and how good it tastes and the the flavor of it rather than how good the word is and how good what you're reading is you know the revelation that you're getting you're distracted Mm -hmm. you're not in your secret place Mm -hmm. you're so yeah i think greed comes in many different ways and forms again it's such a broad topic but i feel like it's very important to discuss and even i was reading luke 3 like this is literally where this podcast episode came from god it was just a quick i mean every episode is like that every episode is actually inspired by what god talks to us about and Mm. even the word but yeah when i was reading luke 3 i was like yeah this is a great something Mm. to discuss Mm. because i feel like a lot of us actually suffer from greed Mm. and we are greedy in many different ways Mm. or at least one way and especially it's hard to know when we are greedy because we might not be greedy every day and the entirety of our lives However, there might just be a season or a period or or a day or even a second where we are greedy. Mm. So I feel like, yeah, it's a very important issue to discuss. But yeah, in a nutshell, that is kind of my definition. But what about you? You went into so many different things right there. I think it's beautiful how you mentioned so much, like even the fact that greed is a distraction. That's Mm. what it does. It distracts you. Mm. Um, You even started by saying it's when you're taking things in excessive amounts. So that's also what greed is um i think you mentioned a a lot of important points and what Mm. i just wanted to like reiterate especially with my definition of it is just to highlight yeah the excessive amounts and the distraction part where um greed for me is almost like it is when you take things excessively and what that means is you're not satisfied and that's Mm. literally what greed is to me it's like you're not satisfied with your life you're not happy with what god has given you already Mm. you're not um you don't feel blessed with what you have so you're looking for more and I think the difference no I think the hard thing with that is the discerning of whether I'm being greedy or ambitious Mm. or what can I even say like this earth might even call it just you deserve it or kind of like they might claim it as you deserve this you deserve more Mm. um if the food is there go and get it Mm. enjoy yourself kind of thing um even the whole YOLO thing you only live once (laughs) let's do everything all at once she said given 2016 vibes (laughs) literally no literally like all these things to me they fall into that um idea of being greedy because it's almost like right now in this in this moment I've been given everything I have like my house uni all these things my friends family and when I ask for more I'm being ambitious because I know the Lord will provide me Mm. with more and I'm having that vision for the future where it's like yes let's raise our vision this is good like Mm. let's ask for more however I feel like greed is when you're just constantly dwelling in that and you're constantly saying no I I need to have more and it's almost Mm. like that becomes your idol and that relates to what you said as well Mm. when it becomes your idol and you're like I need to have more Lord like this is you're almost expecting it and you're like Mm. I don't even know how to explain it it's just it's crazy how the process is and I think it's the the line between those two things is Mm. very very thin Mm. if I was to give an example is with money where I might not be happy with the money I have right now. 
However, I strive for more money, which I do. <laughs> I think <laughs> I believe everyone does. But if I now begin saying, okay, how am I going to make money? And all day long, I'm thinking about how I'm going to make money. Or I might even pray into it all day long. Mm-hmm. Or I might even ask God, okay, um, I'm not seeing the money come the next day. So what's <laughs> going on kind of thing? It's like, it's distracting you from the whole purpose of God being God, mm-hmm. of God being your father and your Lord, of you having that relationship with him because he's not a father that just gives he's a father that's there for you it's all about the relationship it's not about the things you get so when you begin to say okay where's the money it's almost like you're forgetting your relationship you're forgetting the sole purpose of you to be on earth Mm. and um, it even just reminds you of the fact that when you do become greedy you can never be satisfied so you fall into the trap of always asking for more always seeking out for more Mm. if I'm always going to strive for money I'm always going to be like yeah there's not enough there's not enough because as you know once you get money you start buying expensive things when you're rich you buy expensive things so you're always in need of more Mm. and then you fall into the trap of not being satisfied and now the Lord is no longer there because he's the one that can only satisfy you Mm. he's the one that can only give you that but I would say that's my definition of it. Yeah, no, that's so good. And even in that, you were talking about money and how, like, you know, some of us may not be satisfied with the bank account balance that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kind of actually wanted to discuss that in more depth and actually look at finance and business as well. I know myself that sometimes a lot of people in business can get carried away, especially myself. Like I have been there myself where I had to look at how much I charge my clients Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm not being greedy in a way, making sure that, yes, I am getting a profit. I'm not saying we can't. I am getting a profit, but I'm not actually, you know, ripping people off. Um, And it even says in Proverbs 15, verse 27, he who is greedy for gain troubles his own house. And I feel like that talks about that in such a great way where it's like okay you can charge a good amount if the quality and the price are equal where it makes sense that you are charging Mm. a premium price for something that did cost a lot to make something that is a very high standard of quality then that's calm but if you're now charging ridiculous prices for something that only cost you 10 pounds or something that's a bit mad and that even um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just a little bit mad and that even links to um the next uh thing that i wanted to speak about in the bible which is the parable of the rich fool as well but let's firstly just continue with this proverbs 15 verse um i actually wanted to add as well what do you think because i know we have discussed this before but as as i was speaking it reminded me of that time where we saw somebody charging a ridiculous price inside of the church for something mm. not our church by the way <laughs> disclaimer (laughs) somebody was charging a ridiculous price for something that didn't cost them that much to make and let's say that money wasn't going to where it should have went what do you think of that i would say um for me is it goes back to what you just said it links back to the intentions as we know the bible is literally an advocate for heart posture it Mm -hmm. says everything comes from the heart And it even says, guard your heart because everything flows from it. Mm. So to me, I think I would just question their heart or question why 
they're doing that why they're actually selling those things at that price mm. why they're doing those things and to an extent we may never know mm. as we're in the church however there's a point where i'm like i don't even know if i could excuse the price if mm. it's a very large price i'm like i don't really see any reason for it however this question is really hard for me because i think there's a lot of um even linking back to how you started so let me even re- respond to that and link it to this question i think in terms of pricing your belongings or pricing your products even i think there's a sort of pride that comes with that mm. when you price it very high and the quality isn't matching mm. so i think it's pride that develops in that and that's also what develops when you're greedy it comes from pride and i believe that when i see those things then maybe it is pride however as we know we're not the judge of people and we're not here to judge so to an extent i can't come and say oh the church is moving mad i can't come and say mm. this is crazy this is ridiculous however from my own knowledge i might be able to see things like in the church and be like but i don't really see money going into the church i don't really see what the finance is going to because mm. maybe they're still asking for more money or like tides and stuff so i think it's just it's a really sticky question that's why greed is a really hard topic Firstly, you're not supposed to be going out and telling people they're greedy. Mm. However, there's a responsibility we have as Christians to also notice that this is something that is on earth. This mm. is some, an issue that we all have and that we all have to work on. So I believe that in that situation, I think it's a, it's hard to almost come to a conclusion where I think this is a bad idea, like the fact that you're selling this mm. product, or I think this is a good idea. I think overall, we just need to check their hearts and make sure that we, the whole church, all of us, if I was part of the church, all of us are having that same mindset, having that same idea that this is to prosper the kingdom, that this mm. is for the kingdom and this is for that. Now, if things are objecting that, that's when I can speak. But like, I really don't know what to say. Those things scare me. They kind of, not scare me, but they kind of confuse me because it's like, I know the things of God should be high quality. Mm. The Lord is the Lord. They should be high quality. Yeah. Even the most expensive things are there. But then it's almost like asking, is price everything? Like, mm. what does price even mean to you? There's so many questions that come from it. But to me, all I can say is, it's all about your intentions. So whether you're being greedy or not, I can't tell. However, what I can see is, or what I can try and see is your intentions. Mm-hmm. So my res- I don't even know if I've answered the question, but my response is, I don't think we'll ever know. However, it's good to be a judge of like characters in a way where you're able to decide, okay, is this really a good idea? Like, mm. should we do this for the church? Should we do this for the kingdom? If it's for the kingdom, let's go ahead. If it's not, then scrap it, mm. scrap it. You shouldn't be doing it for your own your own pockets, nothing. But mm. what do you actually think about that? Because we've spoken about this so many times and gone back and forth, mm. but... No, that's so good. I feel like my answer is not going to add anything onto this topic and discussion just because, like, the reason why I asked is literally just because I have no idea myself. As you said, we've spoken about it so much and I feel like every time we speak about it, my ideas and opinions change. Mm. Um, So I feel like this is the time that, you know, I've realised, yeah, everything you're saying is completely correct. And it makes a lot of sense. And as you even mentioned, that heart posture is the most important thing. And that's something that we can't see of other people. It's very hard to see people's faith. It's very hard to see people's heart postures. It's very hard to see people's just how they 
live every day <laughs> so how can we even know their intentions is very hard but yeah as you said you know if we can really tell that they are taking the mic now mm -hmm. you know I think yeah it's good to speak up on that especially if you're in that church mm -hmm. and you're even the people that are controlling the finances and you can see that money is not going anywhere mm -hmm. but to everyone's pockets mm -hmm. <laughs> he was talking about how receiving that money receiving those profits is for the kingdom it's for everyone else it's for investment of um, Um, the future of all your sisters and brothers in Christ. That reminds me of the parable of the rich fool in Luke 12. And it's talking about a man, how, you know, he basically had a lot of profit. And then he said, well, now that I've made all this money, I'm going to invest it back into myself, mm. into my crops. I'm going to get a bigger barn or a bigger house or whatever. And, you know, Jesus kind of scolded him in a way mm. <laughs> and said, life is more than just our possessions. Life yeah. is more than just everything that we own. How comes everything that you said was me, 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 my, 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 my? Mm. Where was you talking about the ambassadors of Christ around mm. you? Where was you investing in people around you, mm. investing in their ideas, even in their businesses, mm. you know, like the prosperity of the people around you, you clearly don't care about mm. kind of thing. And I feel like even in that, these things, profits, money, yeah, okay, it's, it's great. I'm not saying, you know, investing into your business is bad. I'm not saying... Um, having a job and having a business and gaining money from that is bad I'm not saying even saving your money is bad I'm not saying any of those things but as you mentioned it's all about your heart posture mm. and also let's focus on the main thing that we should be focusing this whole time and mm. our entire lives is not the riches of the world mm. the riches of God mm. hello hi mm -hmm. God is the ultimate source of our riches It's not when we look at a bank account, we look at a business and yeah, we're going to get everything from that. We could get money, we could get monetary value, but we're not going to get God's riches. Mm -hmm. We're not going to get revelations from God. Mm -hmm. As we were saying the other day, the Holy Spirit is like a cheat code in our mm -hmm. lives because we can gain so much from just following the Spirit, mm -hmm. being in the Spirit all the time, mm -hmm. walking around. Imagine like I'll just be walking Holy Spirit was like, okay, now you need to turn left. Hmm? But my home is on the right. What do you mean left? <laughs> then I go left and then I bump into my future manager of the company that is the dream of my life. And now he's hired me. <laughs> Come on. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That is like, to me, that's God's riches. Like mm -hmm. not focusing on the things of the world, mm -hmm. but literally focusing on him, who he is. And as you said, sowing seeds into other people's lives as well. Mm -hmm making sure that you share the things that you have. Mm. Again, talking about hoarding, not hoarding everything you have. Mm. It's great to invest into yourself. And it's also great, like you said, to have ambition mm. and to continue to, you know, grow. Mm. There is, I don't think there should be like a limit. I mean, that's a whole nother episode as well. <laughs> you know, billionaires, millionaires, are they ethical? <laughs> Guys, let us know if you want, if we, if we should discuss that as well. <laughs> But for me, yeah, like that parable really just reminded me of life is more about God, mm. God mm. and mm. the riches that he can grant us with rather yeah. than just life everything that you've said literally just sums it up because as you said we should be focusing on god there's even something that someone mentioned to me and they were like we should honor the giver and not what he gives and it's always like what god gives us even with gifts of the spirit 
with anything, with what we have in life, money, friends, family, loved ones, all of that, we should honour God for giving us that and not Mm. honour the gifts. Mm. And even while you were speaking, I don't know why I was reminded of this, but I felt the Spirit was guiding me to, I believe it was Hannah in 1 Samuel. Mm. It's one of my favourite stories. And the chapter began with actually her crying out to the Lord, asking for a son. And um, she was almost, I'm pretty sure she was barren. She couldn't have kids. And in this time, it was clear that God still loved her. However, mm. she was asking for this son. And almost it almost seemed like life wasn't complete to her without this son. And then when she finally prayed to the Lord and said, if you provide me or give me with this son or bless me with this son, I will give it back to you. Mm. And that stood out to me because it showed, oh, I forgot to add, at the end, she ended up having a son. Mm. So that showed to me how surrendering everything back to the Lord is actually the only way for you to carry on being satisfied, Mm. to be fully satisfied and to actually be blessed with those gifts. When you now idolize these things, and I believe in a way when I read this, she idolized having a child, which Mm. many of us could. I love kids, so potentially Mm. I have to be aware of that as well, Mm. that in the future I could idolize having children. Mm. And putting that above the Lord means the fact that he can take it away from you or he can almost like not bless it. I'm not saying something bad will happen to you, but it just means the honor of the Lord or the blessing of the Lord is not on your life. And therefore, I don't believe you'll actually be satisfied. She continued on. She was crying and she continued to go back to the church and cry to the priest in order to have the son and she was never satisfied mm. you guys should go back and read that it's in first samuel chapter one and it's a beautiful passage but when she comes back to the lord and she finally says if you finally bless me with this son i will give it back to you and the god and god really honored that prayer and gave her her son and she eventually did surrender him to god mm. i believe that highlights what we should live like or the way we should be because in fact when god um gives you something or Everything that we have on earth is actually to be given back to him. As believers in Christ, once you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this actually means that everything you have, you surrender it to him. And in fact, he will do what he can. He'll do much greater than you even expect or much greater than you can even imagine with the things you give to him. So in this passage, she's not being greedy in the end because she gives it back to him. And the reason I'm saying this is because that man that you mentioned in that parable of the rich fool, I believe he didn't take it back to him. Mm-hmm. He got the pleasure of having so many riches mm-hmm. or so many, so much money and he took it back to himself. Now, if we surrender it back to the Lord, and this could be in an act of prayer, this can be in an act of worship, this can be just say to the Lord, take it, take it back. Mm-hmm. Like I give it to you and I promise you just by that act you will be blessed blessed abundantly Mm -hmm. yeah I really believe that in fact with all of that and with everything that you mentioned Natalia I actually believe that you can never be satisfied when you don't give things back to the Lord Mm -hmm. I believe that when you idolize things of the earth you will never be fulfilled and it even reminds me of a verse in Ecclesiastes which states he who loves money will not be satisfied with money nor he who loves abundance with its gain this too is vanity. And that's in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10. And vanity in this text actually means emptiness. Mm. So it highlights the fact that when you do idolize these things or you're striving for the things of the earth or the things that God has blessed you with, you will just remain empty. 
that you will never be satisfied. Mm. So in fact, for your mental health, <laughs> for your, for you to be content, mm. for you to be happy, fulfilled, satisfied, to even go on with pleasure, to even prosper, to even just invest in these things and just to have a very excellent life that we should be achieving or should be aiming to achieve. You should, in fact, give it back to the Lord that he will satisfy you much, much more mm-hmm. and you will be filled up. The fact that they say emptiness and God has actually called us to being whole shows us <laughs> what the problem is. How can things on earth make mm-hmm. you feel empty? So, yeah, I think that's my response to that. I know it kind of went off topic, but I know God just really wants to tell you guys that, in fact, he's the one that can truly satisfy. He's the one that can give you what you're looking for mm-hmm. when you're being greedy or when you're asking for more. He's the true He's the true answer and the one and only. Come on. Amen. Like, Holy Spirit will fill you up. You won't even be hungry. Like, Amen. You won't even be hungry. But, for yeah, real. that's what I would say. No, that's beautiful. And guys, let's remember, only he can satisfy. Listen, it's not a song for no reason. <laughs> Those lyrics actually have a deeper meaning. Mm. Um, and even as Timmy Christina said... You know, we can use those songs as a prayer, as a prayer point. Lord, satisfy me today. Make sure that I am not satisfied by the worldly things that I don't, you know, I don't just snack and eat on food and look on, uh, on social media and want those things that everyone around me has. But I just want to have you. I want to have you as my savior, as the person that is the main priority in my life. And yeah, I was even going to say, as you mentioned, contentment, you know, let's kind of talk about that how can we be content in our life I think contentment is actually a cure for greed because if you're content you cannot be greedy as um, in the bible it even says Hebrews 13 be content with such things as you have for he himself has said I will never leave you nor forsake you so I think you know just being happy with everything that we have having gratitude towards God and saying thank you Lord for everything that you have placed in my life It doesn't matter that they have Balenciaga on my shoe, (laughs) on my feet. (laughs) But you have given me a roof over my head. Mm. You have given me these spiritual gifts. You have even given me other gifts in life. Just the talents that we possess. Just having God in our lives. Ah, guys, that's the most beautiful gift we can ever receive. Our salvation. We are ambassadors of Christ. How great is that? What else could you possibly want? <laughs> For real though. For real. Um, so yeah, how about we go back to you now and, you know, I'm going to ask you what is contentment for you and what does that look like in your life? Wow, what a lovely question. I love everything you've just said. Like, he is the only one. That song, The Banger, <laughs> is one of my favourites mm-hmm. and I love how you even ended it. Contentment to me means actually actually I think it will be the same for you is truly being satisfied in the Lord and what I mean by that is actually seeing him for his goodness seeing him for not just being a person that gives but being him I think being satisfied in his nature in who he is she just said he gave us salvation that's another thing that I even I was reminded of Mm. sometimes I just realize the mercy and grace he Mm. gives us every single day the fact that he oh that's so so much so much but like the (laughs) let me even begin with just the mercy and grace 
the grace that I have over my life when I'm sinning or if I do anything and I'm not trying to say, oh, God is always like, no, I am actually, I am actually trying to say that. Like we're sinners here and God looks over that. He looks past that. He sent his son to die for that, Mm. for sins that I'm going to do in the future that I do not even know Mm. of. He sent his son, his only son. Now thinking about me that I love kids, guys. And if I'm going to now say my son is I was supposed to give up my son for people I don't know in the future. Mm. Wow, what a sacrifice. Mm. And to think to think he even had to endure all of that pain, all of that suffering for us to now live this life. I feel like that's the thing I rely on to keep me going, mm. to keep me content mm-hmm. because that is enough because it's almost like I don't need anything else because you've already given me this mm. and this was for free mm. and I don't deserve it. I don't even deserve the things you've given me, let alone the grace. And the grace is what keeps me moving. The grace is what allows me to live. It's what allows me to breathe. It's what allows people Mm -hmm. to forgive me. Mm -hmm. People give grace back to me because God has given them that grace. Mm -hmm. There's so many things in that. And even above that, like the salvation, like to even know like you are saved, that there's a place for you in heaven. There's a place he's made and laid out for you. He's written your name in his book. He's called you by name. He knows the hairs on your head. Mm -hmm. Like when I think of these things, these verses where it says he knows the hairs on your head. When he even said to Jeremiah, like your age is nothing. Like I've called you and I've said go. Mm -hmm. All these things to me is like, wow, you're just love. You Mm -hmm. are love. God is love. And to me, there's nothing greater than the the gift of love. Mm -hmm. There's nothing greater than that. Even in our friendship, the best things that have happened between us will be the love. Mm -hmm. It won't be the things you've given me. It won't be, oh yeah, maybe my birthday. Wow, that was really good. (laughs) But I will always mention the things that you do that don't have a price on it. That don't have, um, what can I see? Like a a numerical value on it or any quantity or like you've done this five times and mm. you've done this do you understand she's come to my door and given me chocolate five times mm. that's why I love her but you value uh, it but I value it it's it's always the love it's the the foundation and I think that's what keeps me content I oh. think to this day the gift of joy firstly mm. is what keeps me content because joy is a gift mm. however Above that, it's his nature that keeps me going, his faithfulness, all these things I've mentioned. I can just say for you, if I was to answer it for you guys or from anyone that I'm speaking to, if someone was to ask me, how do I continue to be content? How do I remain content? I would respond in a way, just look into him. Mm. Just ask him who he is. Ask him to show you who he is. Mm. Because sometimes our eyes can be deceived and we may not actually see his true efforts, see his true love, because he's always there. It's not that we he's not there and he's not showing us, but it's in fact that we're not seeing it. And I also want to encourage you guys that the way to do that, I believe, is firstly by the word, because it says that he is the word and the word is him. So it is alive. And in fact, that's where you find out who he is that's Mm. where you begin to build your knowledge of his character build your knowledge of who he is and you can remain content in that you can remain um your promises are laid in his nature and then above that pray and worship praise him and when you praise him there's this there's this almost like comfort that comes within you that everything is okay Mm. there's the holy spirit that just transforms your heart and you become overwhelmed with joy mm. overwhelmed with joy and I think we even mentioned it in a pre in previous podcast how you can be filled with joy through praise but I'm going on for too long so my question is to you personally as well so you can just give us a new perspective as well what is contentment for you 
Mm, first of all, I love everything that you said. You mentioned so many different things. I feel like contentment is everything that you were saying, especially like the part where you were saying praising him, praising God. I feel like, you know, when something great in our life happens, it's so easy for us to praise him. However, we should just praise him anyways, every day, even if you had a bad day, just try to say or see how good God still is to you. And I feel like that is such an easy thing to say, very hard to do. I've been there so many different times where God has answered my prayer and, you know, it's a testimony and, you know, I'm in just such a great mood for the entire day. But then, you know, something happens. I, I hit a hurdle. I get stuck on a challenge and I forget to praise God. However, in those times, you know, recently, it's a journey, guys, isn't it? You just continue to try and be more self-aware about that and try to be like, okay, even though I'm not in a good place, we still praise God. Hallelujah. Let's continue and let's continue praying, as you said, um, you know, for the, for, for the better and even just for, for God to, you know, give us strength and peace and joy, as you mentioned as well. But I feel like contentment, feel like that also comes from being generous, as you said, you spoke about birthdays and gaining gifts and stuff like that. I feel like even this links to the parable of the rich fool where it says, you know, that person, that man should have been more generous to the people around him. Um, I feel like being generous is a good way of being content and a good way to test yourself to see if you are greedy. So for example, if you are on your last pennies, I'm not saying to spend that from your own sake, from your own kind of mindset. But if the Holy Spirit is guiding you to, to give money to that homeless person on the street, even though you know you only have £10 in your bank account, then I, I urge you to do so. I urge you to be obedient. And that's another thing. Being obedient in those kind of things and, you know, having that boldness to, yeah, spend your last £10 on someone else that you don't even know um, because you know that their situation is much worse than yours. I feel like you will reap so many rewards from that. Not in a sense of, yeah, it's hard to say because as you said, like heart posture is such an important thing as well. So if you give that last £10 to the homeless person because you think or you know God is going to give you loads of money back and, you know, you're this great person. Oh, look at me. I'm giving all my last money to this homeless person. Oh, what a poor life he has. That's obviously not coming from the 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 great heart posture that we all should have, which is, okay, God, I trust you. You have told me to give this person my last money. I trust in you because you are good. You are faithful. You have done many great things in my life and you are my father. So I'm going to listen to you, be obedient to you and give money to this person. And I don't care even if you do or don't give me this money back. Mm. If you quadruple it, if you keep it the same, if you even put me on overdraft, I don't care because I've been obedient and I've listened to you correctly and I've been led by the Holy Spirit to do so. Um, I feel like being generous is just something that, you know, we can, again, exercise in small steps and small amounts, you know. Even if you have two pounds, give that two pounds to the homeless person you see on the street. I hate walking past homeless people on the street and not having anything. And there's been so many times where greed has overtaken me. I have my bank card always in my phone, but there's been many times where I've walked past people that clearly need that money more than me and I haven't done anything. And that, where does that come from? That comes from me not trusting God. And it's very sad, but I feel like, you know, 
as time has gone on, I have increased in faith, I have increased in my trust, and I have increased in, you know, being more generous. And it even says in Luke 3, and this is where we even got the idea for this podcast episode, it said, he answered and said to them, he who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. Then tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, collect no more than what is appointed for you. Likewise, the soldiers asked him, saying, and what shall we do? So he said to them, do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely and be content with your wages. Um, and I even want to just go back to the first, uh, to verse 11, where it says, he who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. There's many different ways of giving to those around you, even those that you don't know. Even just through outreach, Astrid, I know you're a part of outreach and you guys have done amazing things for the homeless. Even if it wasn't just through money and cash, dollar, dollar bills, <laughs> it was through giving out food, giving out clothing, giving out gloves, giving out socks, giving out love, praying for one another. Again, going on prayer walks. I think we mentioned this in the last episode. All these things, it doesn't just have to be money, but it's, you know, using your talents, using the resources that God has given to you and around you, using even the people in your community, involving everyone around you to do greater things for those that are actually in need. And I'm not saying as uni students, we don't suffer because we do. But we always have God and we always have people Amen. around us that will, that are willing to help. We have the facilities to, to get that help. You know, we even have university wellbeing. We have that to go to. And so, yeah, I just want to encourage everyone to start being more generous. Start thinking of ways of how you can help around your community, helping people that you see are in dire uh, need of help. Um, wherever that may be, even if you think it's small, just start doing it. And I'm very certain that the joy that you will gain from that and the gladness that God will also feel is just going to be immaculate. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. And yeah, I also wanted to link that to tithing. Mm. What do you think of tithing in the church and what advice would you give to us that, you know, feel a bit mm, about giving money mm. to the church? Once again, your answer was amazing. Amazing. I really love everything you said because I think being generous will take you out of that position of being greedy. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're almost taken out of that trap, that box of mm -hmm. where you're self-idolizing things or you're so prideful, you're looking at yourself, me, 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 as you said mm -hmm. earlier on. Um, yeah, looking at others makes you stop looking at yourself. So I think it is a really good way. And I love the fact that you mentioned that it's even helped me but yeah to answer that I think tithing for me is a way to give back to the Lord is it's a way of giving back everything a tenth of what he's given you mm -hmm. and this is something that I don't think should be taken lightly because the way it was even mentioned in the Bible was almost like an order guys <laughs> not really like oh yeah something will happen to you if you don't do this but I you believe, ain't gonna go to hell yeah, you're not gonna go to hell but I believe mm. it was something that was put a lot of emphasis on mm -hmm. so I am and I'm actually an advocate for a tithing however there are times where I don't tithe myself I'll never come and blame anyone for not tithing mm -hmm. I'll never say anything about that however the times I have seen myself tithe I can actually say that it blesses you much more than it blesses the church because um, I don't know what it is, whether it's the act of doing it, whether it's, it's a way of praise, because it is a way of praise, mm -hmm. a way of worshipping the Lord, a way of saying, look, you've given me everything. I'm just going to give you a bit of this 
back to you and it links back to what I was saying, surrendering things back mm. to the Lord so he can actually invest for you. Sometimes I look at it as an investment because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm giving it to the church that I go to. It's usually a church that you go to. So I believe that I'm actually helping them because they help me so much already. Mm. There's so many different ways I think of it. I'm helping them and then it's like, I'm surrendering it back to the Lord, my ultimate reason. He's given me this, so I don't even mind what they do with it because mm-hmm. he's the one that blessed me with it. And then to even relate back to the fact that the things we have are not actually ours. The things we have in our hands, the money we have, it's not ours. So I would just say to answer that and to give advice to people that are a bit, you know, they feel funny about tithing. I think you just need to pray on it. I'd, I'd say it's not by force, start tithing straight away. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you on mm-hmm. Sunday you have to tithe. I'm going to say pray on it and ask the Lord to almost open your heart, like ask the Lord to reveal to you why tithing is good. And I'd pray for you to, I'd ask for you even, sorry, to open your heart up to that, to not just kind of go against it straight away, just be open and expectant to see what God will say or God, what mm-hmm. God will show you. And to also almost renew your mind. This is something I have to do. Renew my mind about the fact that everything on earth is his Mm. um, and everything on earth he has blessed us with so giving him it back is almost like I've taken your bag I've taken your jacket and now giving you your jacket back Mm. I've borrowed something from you and I'm giving it back to you Mm. that's almost how I see it so I think to encourage you guys I think just almost see it as a way of see it first as an act of worship an act of praise and then understand the fact that it is his it it is all his and he really does bless the fact that you're giving it back to him so I think that's the way I would and just um yeah just be expectant just pray into it and you will see what comes into it even experiment you can experiment do one week two weeks tithing and whether something comes out of it whether something doesn't I have the faith it will so um, I believe that you will be blessed and yeah just go by that Um, as the spirit leads even listen to God as he continues to nudge you in those directions and be obedient as she said obedience is key but I want to ask you what would you say to them about that that's so good yeah definitely I agree with everything that you said I think as especially as uni students our church is predominantly made out of literally just students Mm. people in the age bracket of 18 to 25 (laughs) um so yeah it can definitely be a struggle with tithing especially with understanding what is 10% of your income Mm. is 10% of your income including student finance is it just your job is it the talents that you have and you know through your side hustle or your business the profits do you now get 10% of that and give it back but I think it's um more of about your heart posture and as you said spirit-led it's something that should be spirit-led especially where you know you can have a month where you give 20 or 25% and then have a month where you literally don't give 5% or don't give anything at all. You know, we have moments in time where we literally just forget to tithe. However, you know, it is as the spirit leads, you know, if you feel like God is nudging you, as you said, or as God is telling you, this church is struggling financially. It's investing a lot into so many different areas because guys, let me just say, there's so many different things that the church needs money for. As much as I hate the word money, like even just the topic of money is really scary <laughs> and sensitive to discuss like yeah. in a podcast because there is so much to say about it and we mm. can only talk about so much. So yeah, it is such a scary thing to discuss, but honestly, it does, you know, we do still live in a world, we do still live on earth where money, a lot of people see money as, you know, 
a good thing and it is something that we literally use to exchange different things that we need so in the church the hall that you're in it needs paying for <laughs> the instruments Tell them again. <laughs> the instruments that the worship team is playing needs paying for <laughs> transport for everyone to get there on time needs paying for i don't even know if, if the church pays for transport but that <laughs> you know you can include that in your tithing i guess if you if, if you want because if you're traveling all the way from wales to london for the service then you know ah. she said wales <laughs> what Sorry, the Lord is where you are. Stay home. <laughs> Stay at home. <laughs> Stay oh, yeah. home. I forgot lockdown 3.0. Oh, yeah. Oh, child. Stay home, guys. <laughs> Stay home, guys. <laughs> but yeah, like, honestly, there is a lot of things that, you know, money does pay for in the church and even behind the scenes that we can't see. So I think tithing is honestly an important thing. But as you said, it is as the spirit leads and what your heart posture is. And honestly, it's not by force. Like if you're not intimate with God, if you're not in that space, if you really don't have trust in the Lord, I would definitely say pray first. Don't listen to everything that we say. Just take it with a pinch of salt. Take it to the Lord and pray on it and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you with this because you will not find the answers here. You may get guidance and advice here, but the answer is from the Lord. That's what I think on tithing. But guys, I feel like we've been talking for ages and I feel like, I don't know about you, Astrid, but I think we covered a few different good points. Oh, we went into a few different things. We even kind of went off topic, but mm. I loved it. I really loved this conversation. Might be a long one for you guys, but I hope you're blessed. Amen. Um, yeah, I really hope that you guys, like she said, you take it back to the Lord's. Mm. We're not here. We're not here to, we're not even pastors. We're not preachers. And not to even idolize them, but everything, even what they say, should be taken back to the Lord. Amen. And yeah, just praying into your lives that you may seek Him in this time. You may seek out any intentions you have that are greedy. Um, I know I'm definitely doing that tonight. For real. Because, yeah, Natalia spoke into my life and I pray that she spoke into yours. I pray that something was awakened. I pray Amen. the Holy Spirit was at work. And I just pray that you guys have a lovely week. And I just pray that everything that Astrid said is well blessed you guys. And it definitely blessed me. But yeah, guys, we're going to leave it there. Hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you next Saturday. At 10 a.m. Hey. 10 a.m. Okay. 10 a.m. Hey. That didn't even go. That was good. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Lovely. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.